Today's question is, who is the Antichrist? And so once again, we're faced with a limited amount of time to answer a very large question. But uh, I'll start it off with the simple, because uh, I like doing the simple answer. Uh, the Antichrist. In the Bible, there are uh, references to Antichrist plural, and then to the Antichrist. So in places like in First John... Uh, and so forth, where it says that there will be many antichrists that will come. That's not a reference, nor should those scriptures be used, really, to to talk about the antichrist. But that's more of the spirit that will also be in the antichrist, but the spirit of antichrist that can be found in people even today. And he even says that there, that uh, there are people in his time, and I think all the way through the years, and then I think of people such as uh, Hitler, for instance. We can see from studying him from history that he had a spirit of Antichrist within him, where he uh, a lot of the same attributes were there. And then we even see that in other people, even within the church, where you just see people that are Antichrist, but they're, they're selling themselves as a mirrorment of Christ. I am a Christian, which is a Christian means little Christ already. So they're the anti-Christian. And so... We see that, but we're going to just focus on the Antichrist, and uh, he obviously is the one that uh, is coming at the end. The spirit of Satan is put in him, and he will deceive the whole world, specifically in the Middle East, uh, setting himself up as the Messiah that the Jews are looking for, and then will usher in the end times, uh, trying to create a one-world government and so forth, and Jesus comes back and and goes to battle against him battle of armageddon and defeats him but uh, that's just i I find it interesting to now just thought of this as you mentioned it that many of the world's religions uh, you know islam for instance they have within their creed or their system of belief the belief of a Messiah-type person coming at the end who is going to be their leader, be their deliverer. And, of course, uh, we as Christians, uh, we believe in the Word of God, the Bible, that the Antichrist is going to be the person mentioned in the Scripture that's uh, going to be coming uh, masquerading as Christ, masquerading as the uh, Redeemer, Deliverer that we know as Jesus Christ. Yes, very much so. Yeah, and it, the thing is, is, is with the Antichrist, everything that he will do, uh, it, it doesn't really matter what he looks like, where he comes from, whatever, but as, as, as you look at him, these people are going to be coming back to their word. Uh, of course, I hope that we are the the church is gone. We've talked about that uh, in previous uh, uh, episodes about when is the rapture and all of those sort of things. When's the tribulation? So as we correlate who the Antichrist is, we hope we're not here. But there will be people that will be reading their Bibles and and using uh, you know Christian literature and everything else, and they will be duped by 
whoever this man's going to be. He's going to so mirror Christ. He'll be accompanied by the false prophet. And there again, the falseness just written all over that. Jesus Christ had John the Baptist. who, And John the Baptist, his job was to point people to Jesus. The Antichrist has the false prophet, and the false prophet's job is to point everybody to the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's even going to do miracles, miracles. And, and such, which yeah. is interesting because even... Uh, you know, in the church right now on Sundays, I've been teaching through uh, the gifts of the Spirit in, in Corinthians. And so we've been talking about, you know, the giftedness that God can put on Christians and so forth. Well, the flip side of that is that Satan is a deceiver. And so all of the things that you see uh, are gifts of the Spirit. He's going to have a mirrorment of that. And that's where this false prophet comes in because... There is even a story uh, there recorded in, uh, I believe it's Daniel, where he is resurrected from the dead, the Antichrist. Yes. And, um, you know, that's that's something we typically don't see unless you're very uh, gifted with the Spirit, things that Jesus did and the apostles did. But now we see it empowered through Satan and that happening. But it's going to deceive the world. I mean, if you can mm-hmm. raise somebody from the dead, you must be the true uh, Messiah. And the main people group that he's coming to deceive are the Jews. Mm. And they rejected Jesus, but they will accept the Antichrist, even proclaim him to be their Messiah. And, uh, of course, they'll come to understand it when he goes in the temple declares himself to be God because the Jews don't believe that even though they're looking for a Messiah, they don't believe he's deity. And that's why they rejected Jesus. And uh, when this Antichrist goes in and proclaims himself to be God, to be deity, they'll know then, or most of them will know that they've been deceived or tricked. Yes, well... That brings more clarity to the scripture that we mentioned in the last episode where we said if this time wasn't shortened, even the elect would be deceived. And we mm-hmm. talked about the difference between the elect, is, or is the elect the elect Christians, or are we talking about the elect uh, as Israel? Yeah. And I believe that it's talking more about this time. If, it, if this time wasn't shortened, even the elect would be deceived because many of them are. Mm-hmm. And uh, the time is shortened because uh, God really, he, in other words, he allows the Antichrist to, to go in and make a complete fool of himself. Well, uh, you have a list there uh, that I find kind of fascinating uh, about different attributes, so to speak, of this Antichrist. Yeah, just uh, traits of the Antichrist as described in the Bible. Uh, one, found in Revelation 13 and Daniel 7, he is intelligent. And so as a world leader, he'll be seen as, as an intelligent person, uh, lacking sometimes in world leaders today. So he's going to stick out. He's a charismatic speaker, Daniel 7 and Revelation 13 says. So as he's coming to power, he's going to have a charisma about him, be able to talk you into something, in other words. 
Daniel 9 and Revelation 17 again says that he is a crafty politician, sort of going along with those things. Daniel 7, it says in in verse 20, says that he has a distinct physical appearance. Uh, What that is, we don't know. You'd mentioned something earlier on that, that that, uh, uh, it seemed that he was injured and uh, possibly even in in an eye. We don't know for sure. Um, but that would definitely give him a distinct physical appearance. He's a military genius, and that's something we don't even have time to talk about that today, but in Daniel, when it starts talking about the Antichrist and the wars that he is waging, he has wars on all fronts. And he's winning most of them, evidently. Yes. If you study history and you study Napoleon, Hitler, um, all of these empire builders, when they had a war... A military person knows not to fight on multiple fronts or you lose. That's right. But he is able to wage war on four fronts at the same time and pushes boundaries. And so those who study Daniel and, uh, and just see that he is, he's a military genius. Daniel 11 says he's going to be an economic genius. Yes. Uh, so that's another thing. But then things start turning as his, uh, as his time starts to narrow down. In Revelation 13, he's a blasphemer. And there it's talking about him going into the temple and saying, I am God. And so the Jews are going to have a, a woe moment at that point. Their mm-hmm. eyes are opened. He's uh, In Second Thessalonians, he's utterly lawless. So you're going to see him uh, start doing things that are, are just reprehensible to his own people, to the Jews. Uh, he's selfish, ambitious, and an egomaniac, according to Daniel 11 and Second Thessalonians uh, chapter two, uh, and so the, the, just his ridiculousness starts to come out there in the end. In Daniel 11, he's a greedy materialist, uh, amassing so many things to himself there in Jerusalem again, infuriating the Jews. And uh, Daniel 7 points out that he is a very controlling, in other words, a dictator there in the end he comes in peaceable but he leaves in vengeance Mm -hmm. and uh, culminating at the end and the last on the list he is a proud person who self-exalts himself above god and everything else which is the epitome of, of the characteristic of satan as described in isaiah 14 when he fell exalting himself even above god Yes. And uh, that's one thing, and I can't remember where it says that in Scripture, but uh, I believe it's in, in uh, Revelation where it says that the, that Satan comes and it's his spirit that is put upon or in the Antichrist. Yeah, indwells him. Indwells him. Yeah. Um, another thing that relates to everything about the Antichrist is this movement under way today throughout the world that we see little glimpses of and they keep cropping up toward a one world government and a one world economic plan in other words get all of our uh, money on on a level playing field all over the world Uh, a one world religious system and you have to remember that in all of these descriptions, he becomes the head of the political scene, the religious scene, the economic scene, and uh, the military scene. 
He, yes. he becomes the head of all of it. And yes. that doesn't mean the whole world is just bowing down and following him. However, um, he goes out with a vengeance against those who refuse to worship him. Yes. He demands worship, kind of like King Nebuchadnezzar did when King Nebuchadnezzar built that image. And at the sound of all the music, everybody was supposed to uh, bow down and worship him. And we have the story there in Daniel of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego who refused to bow. And uh, all of that is a foreshadowing of the Antichrist and exactly what he's going to do. Exactly. And, and the speed at which Alexander took over the world, the speed that the Antichrist will take over, uh, the military might of the Roman Empire. Uh, it, in fact, the Bible says Roman Empire will be revived at the end times and he will be the head of it. Yes. Yeah, and there's so much more to talk about. We're almost out of time today, but we may have to just revisit this and talk about uh, who he is, the, all the ideas of where he's coming from, and uh, a little more about him, You know wh- wh- how he's going to come to power. But that's uh, uh, who is the Antichrist. Uh, he's, a, he's somebody to be feared in the end time because he's going to mirror something that everybody's looking for. That's right. So, very good. Well, God bless you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time.